Your suite is ready. Girl, we are in there. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And bitch, I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Bitch, Halloween over. It's done. So you skip right past Thanksgiving and you go straight to Christmas. You can't skip past Thanksgiving. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Urban Sweet Talk. It's me, Tanya D, a.k.a. I am Queen T, a.k.a. I'm ready for Christmas. Clearly. My Marla. ain't no Thanksgiving songs. My Marla. (laughs) Lady on 417 on Instagram, never on Twitter. Dito? Dito. Just Dito. No, I mean, finish your statement. Oh, no, I already said it. It just came to me. Um, no, there are no Thanksgiving songs because, mainly because Thanksgiving ain't necessarily a real holiday. They probably just play Mama on Thanksgiving. Why the fuck would they... I'm trying to help help me. Cause you know I love you and you in the kitchen, you know. Oh God. Whatever they played on Soul Food. And after that macaroni and cheese come out, Mama, you a piece of my heart. You're was that playing on Soul Food? Yes. Then I think yes. it was. Yeah. See. Yes. There you go. It was. We do have a yes, song. Yes, it is. We do have a song. Yes, though. it is. What is the song? You got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Oh yeah. That ain't get popular too loud. You name. But it don't matter. That was last year. These no. are new traditions. I really felt like I was going to walk in here and see a Christmas tree up. Soon come. And I'm not going to lie, because I've been having to be in the stores the, these last couple of weeks. There's literally, like, I went to Michael's last week, and the North Pole vomited inside of Michael's. It's just so much Christmas shit. And I just, and I kept, I've changed around my decorations in my head at least five times walking through Michael's. So I get it. I get everybody being excited to to decorate for Christmas yes, and shit. Yes, I love it, you know. How was your week? My week was pretty good. Hey, the highlight, one of the highlights of my week was, alright, so y'all know I've been schooling, right? And there is a class that I have been struggling. I mean, getting by, like, skin of my teeth. I finally do this last assignment. The professor has never said anything kind, nice, nothing. And this one time, all I got was two words, and it said, well done. Me, my spirit. Made your fucking year. Listen, I'm like, what? That's first all, of all you needed. I thought I fucked up in the first place because. Don't you like that? You have to go see what your classmates had put as the answer. I was like, oh, oh, my probably wrong. Don't you like it? <laughs> up or you think you failed the test only for you to pass and it was perfect and it was amazing right i'm like man i'm so grateful but also one of the major highlights was that we of course went to the halloween party with the boys of the nwo podcast which they did amazing and everybody looked amazing my prize because i ate that shit i'm just saying ma'am our costumes were amazing. We looked amazing. Everybody looked amazing. Everyone who was in costume, I'm glad everybody really put thought into their costumes. True. Because I was afraid motherfuckers were just going to show up with like some ears and a tail or some or a mask and keep it moving. But people really, really went all out for their costumes. You so. know how the girls do. The girls will get some whiskers, draw some whiskers. And keep it moving. Correct. But everybody had a good time. Yes. Um, It was a great turnout. You won? And I said I won. She said she oh, should have. Oh, you said you won. I said I oh, won. Okay, okay. But I don't know. My dog was Blade, which, hello. 
You're welcome. Y'all left early. I said I was there too. I, I had to go fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did love the blade costume though. I did say I love the blade costume. And also Even the pictures came hating. out great. Ty was hating like a motherfucker about your blade costume. But friend, you did that. I friend. was not hating because I, I put it together, but I just couldn't take him acting the ass. But what did you expect? Wasn't expecting that. People always want credit. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, first she been talking about this, this, this. It this, ain't no yes. blade without this face, so that's the start. It don't it, it matter. Have nothing. Don't matter because you didn't even know what you wanted to be for Halloween. I told you what blade. Anyway, let's move Wait, on. And highlight of my week, I was up in Atlanta this weekend, mm-hmm. coming through America, Atlanta. We sold the fuck out. Like we sold the fuck out. Like we had no place to put people. Sold the fuck out. And that was amazing. That was a great time because I really didn't think that w- there was that many Haitians in Atlanta. But thank you everybody who came out and who supported. Reviews have been amazing, and we appreciate y'all. Mm. All right. I, I didn't know that you. either. I remember I've heard like the growth in Atlanta is akin to what Miami used to be. Yeah. So like now you're having just a lot more people there, just exponentially year to year. So that's that's interesting. And I always thought because Atlanta and the surrounding areas, because people think Atlanta is just the city, but it's the surrounding areas. People are scattered. Like everything's like 20, 30 minutes out. So before we went up there, that was like the concern was like, damn, we know there's people up here, but people are so scattered out. Like we were afraid, you know, we wouldn't get a good turnout or it wouldn't be enough people. But bruh, they showed out. They showed people the show up out. and show out when you need them. To. Yeah, and it was amazing and it was great. And you know, I got to experience fall for all of two days, <laughs> so it was great. You know, how cold was it? When I touched down on Friday, it was like fifty three degrees. Oh, that's light. No, no, that's light, but I had on a, I had on Miami clothes. I had on a sundress and some flip-flops because yeah. I have to, when I'm on a plane, I have to be comfortable. I have to be completely comfortable on a plane. I had a jacket. I brought a coat, but still, I was in a sundress and some flip-flops. And then at night, it was were, snow coming out my mouth. You were what the kids call wilding. It was 30-something degrees at night. So, as long as the sun was out, it was great. But those hours before the sun is high up in the sky and... Once I know, was like, friend, you gonna get pneumonia. <laughs> New pneumonia. <laughs> that old useless ass pee. Anyway, yes, let's no, let's get into great. some good black ass news. So good black ass news. Um LeBron James with his I Promise School. Well the LeBron James Foundation rather I should say. Um they are planning to build transitional homes for the students of his I Promise School. And the idea of this comes from, you know, he opened up the school for underprivileged youth and so that they can have the advantages of their more Um, privileged counterparts so the idea for building these transitional homes for these students and their families is he said how can we expect these students to be excelling in school but then when they go home they don't have lights on or there's not enough you know there's no heat or there's there's no place for them to sleep they got to sleep on the floor and stuff like that so he believes getting the home conditions in order will help children of course focus their energies more so when they're in class and i agree with that a hundred thousand percent so his foundation is building transitional homes for these students and their families to live in while they are that's elite that i don't even know if that has ever been done i don't think it's ever been done 
Um, and, and what he's doing is because, I mean, it is difficult. Like teachers have a task of their own trying yeah. to get a hold of these kids in school. Yeah. And there's only so much they can do because they only have them from seven to so in the morning. And then when they leave, they have a whole other environment they have to, deal, have with. to deal with. So it's, it's great that he's conscious enough to think about it. And that. plus this will also help with the parents because, you know, a lot of the reasons why teachers say that they can't get a hold of their students or, you know, get their students to focus is because, at home, yeah, you have structure in school, but then when you go home, there's no structure. Your parents are not there because exactly, yeah. they're struggling. They have to work one to two jobs or three jobs in some cases if it's a single-parent household because they have to keep the lights on or they have to keep a roof over your head. And then, you know, these are, you know, bad conditions that these kids are being raised in. So um, I commend LeBron James and his foundation and everything that he's doing like his he literally took this idea of starting his own school. I mean, we've seen other celebrities have, have done it. Jalen Rose has a school. Um, Diddy has a school. But he's literally taken his idea and has been like, okay, well, I don't just want to do a school. I want to cover every single aspect to help these kids become what they need to become and that so that they can better themselves as well as their family. So, commends to you, LeBron Ooh. James. Um, also, good black ass news. Jesus is King has topped the Billboard 200. Are we shocked? Everybody know it. And Everybody know also... it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go you ahead. need a moment. I almost went into praise. I mean, your shoulders went to jumping. So. It's never millisecond. We need. And it has also topped the Christian charts as well. Are we surprised? No. Congratulations, yeah, he Kanye. He keeps telling y'all, y'all can't cancel him. Who is canceling Kanye at this point? The people. The culture. Whoever hates Kanye, basically, uh, have the cancel. And some people have. Some people have just decided not to listen to his music because of his rhetoric. And, and I understand that. And then, you, But clearly, people still do. People no, still everybody fuck. still listens. I think majority of people still listen to Kanye. They don't fuck with Kanye, but they listen to Kanye. Because at the end of the day, Kanye, Kanye as a musician, as a producer... He cannot like we cannot take that from him. Like no, he is genius. at the end of the day, and I think really whether you listen to the album or not, whether it's your cup of tea or not. Like I said, the Jesus album is not my cup of tea, but I still listen to it because it's Kanye. You want to see what he's doing with with um with his his production. So at the very least, people are listening to it to see what he's doing that's new, and whether you fuck with it or not remains to be seen. But congratulations, Kanye! Kanye I'm happy for you. Um, also, I, well, is this really good black ass news at this point? Like, well, tell us what it is. So, so Rodney Reed. Okay. So the good black ass news portion of it is everyone who is rallying that around is him trying to stay the execution. But you know me, I'm a little, what's the word? Mm -hmm. Skeptical mm -hmm. when it comes to Texas and their white government <laughs> over there. I mean... It's, it depends. It depends. So, um, if you're not familiar with Rodney Reed, number one, where the hell have you been all fucking week? Because he's been in the news. Um, he is scheduled to die by lethal injection on November 20th, I believe, for the murder of his former girlfriend. Right. Um, I was reading a little bit about yeah, so what it was. He has been charged and um, convicted of killing um, a young lady. Her last name was Stitch Stitches. I can't remember her first name. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, she was 19 years old. It was just days shy of her wedding to someone else. And apparently, 
What? Nothing. What it's not important. Yes, it is important. What happened? Nah, just... No, 19. no, it is important because it's going to bring up the other part of this Nin- 19 and about to get married. That's, I mean, well, I know this that. was 20 some odd years ago, uh, so... Her, her last name was Stites. Stites. Mm-hmm. Why did I say Stitches? I was listening the, to the, the radio. S-T. Yeah. So, Miss Stites was 19 years old. She was a few days shy of her wedding mm-hmm. and to someone else. And there, and she was she disappeared on her way to work and she was found brutally raped and murdered um you know a couple of days after she went missing so they have charged and convicted rodney reed of her murder but there has been new evidence to come out since his conviction and since he's been moved to death row i think he was moved to death row last year actually um which is shocking because they're gonna they're putting him to death so soon um they there has been new developments to come out. Um, most significantly, the man she was supposed to marry was a former police officer. And while he was serving time <laughs> for allegedly assaulting a woman. Well, it's not alleged. He, he was raped, convicted. He right? raped a woman. He raped a woman. He was serving time. He apparently confessed to somebody else in jail that he killed his fiance because he found out that she was dating a black man and that, you know, she was also sleeping around with other people. So his attorneys, um, the Justice for Innocent Project, all of these people now, Kim Kardashian West, a lot of people have been petitioning not only the governor, but also the courts to appeal his, his, um, to appeal his conviction and to also stay his execution so that this new evidence could be heard. And the courts have not been too welcoming about well, it. It's like, okay, when I read the story, and I encourage everybody to read the story and yes. not just take the headlines yes. and just some shit that's thrown on the shade room. Um, but just to read the article, and now, you know, once I have a, a better and full understanding, it's kind of like. Even the witnesses have recanted long yeah, ago. A lot of them recanted way Even more before recently, this came out. Like, yeah. yeah, we really didn't. Or, you know, our memory doesn't serve us as well as we think it does. Yeah. Also, um, the officer, uh, Officer Fennel, who the one who raped another young lady. Her fiance. Her fiance at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, with, you know, a, a relationship with the black man, you already know what's going to come in with that. In the South. In the South, in Texas. You already know what comes with that. And he has been proclaiming his innocence from the very beginning. Like, you know, I have nothing to do with that. And even though they had a consensual relationship, which is which is the biggest part of that, yeah. is that a, a white white men for a lot of a lot of white men can't take the fact that a lot of their white women are interested in black men that way. I mean, from the beginnings, from the slave house, from them fucking on slaves. Our like black men are beautiful. Come on, like from the beginning, they just literally couldn't take that. But also for their officer to already have had a history he has a history of saying racist things doing racist things you know still prevalent to this day and so you have somebody and and with the death penalty there is always a risk of killing an innocent person that the state doesn't seem to care about which has been which has been historically proven to have happened several times over how many times do we hear um, state of whatever apologizes to family of victim because DNA evidence cleared mm-hmm. this 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 um this suspect and they were put to death damn near thirty years ago. So um yeah like so Texas- I'm hoping I'm ho- I know that in previous episodes and my previous relationship with um Kimberly Kardashian I just don't like the clan but she is making an asserted effort right. No. 
to care for these like I don't see, and probably because, you know, I'm pretty sure there are people out there. I'm pretty sure there are black activists. There are people out there that's really um, rallying and trying to exonerate, you know, a lot of our black men that are in prison. Yeah. But the fact that she is a high-profile person, it's just something she don't fucking well, have to do. Well, she works with two black lawyers, and they're the ones who are doing the legalities of everything. Because she legally can't do anything. No, no, I'm not yeah, talking but about what I'm saying, no, legals. No, no, what I'm saying is she works with two black attorneys, and they have both come out and said that they allow her to be the face of everything because clearly she gets in spaces that they cannot as black women. Um, so she has been working with these women for an extremely long time. I didn't realize how long she had been working with mm-hmm. them, but she had been working with them. She has been working with them for an extremely long time. Say what you want about her. And you know, I don't, I don't like her ass, but the work that she has been doing, and it's not just getting them exonerated or getting them out of prison and just going about like she's trying to secure housing for them because reinserting yourself back into society after god knows how long of being locked that's up, how they end up back in prison. that's how they end up back in prison so she has tried her best to to establish housing for them to get them to get their families secured to get them employment stuff like that so she hasn't just been okay well this person's out on to the next she's literally been staying with each of these people that she's been helping so what she has been doing has been amazing work and i commend her for that as well i really I, hope this, this i hope out. they do stay the execution and i hope not only do they stay the execution that they do reopen the case or they do appeal the case and allow this new evidence to be heard because it's a lot it's a it's 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 a little bit too much um what do you call that coincidences and i don't believe in that so i mean i just have a couple questions i haven't read it so forgive me but you know so you said it was about 20 years so that let's call that 1999 which is yeah which is not which is not that long ago it don't seem like it it, is i mean it's a long time but when we talk about when we talk about science and dna yeah like like when you and it's really it's eerily similar to the making a murder documentary yeah where but at that time that was in the early that was in the late 70s early 80s when he got accused of rape yeah and they didn't really have DNA like that. Exactly. So in this case, it seems like if he is innocent, they just don't want to do it. Yeah. Because because you can just go back, find the DNA because and you have this guy's blood in the but system. But see, the DNA is a little suspect because if she met up with him and they had consensual sex, right. his DNA will be on her body. Right. And then some, her fiancé, assuming, right. comes after and rapes her, mm-hmm. his DNA will be on her body. But see, then you don't know when, what, you get what I'm saying? Because we knew she had a fiancé, we knew she had a consensual relationship with him. Right. Who do you think they're gonna, they're automatically going to defer, oh, the black man had to kill her, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, because they won't believe that one of their one of their good old boys would do that to his right. to his. Right. That's the thing, it's, it's but really they do stick. believe it, they just try to cover it up, because yeah, exactly. there is a code that they have established like the the initiation of the police and the clan and everything it's just like the white man prevails under any yeah. circumstances so um it so a lot of times they know that these people are guilty they know that they may have done these heinous crimes but it's like i cannot let that white man take the rap for that and no one's gonna give a fuck about a rodney reed no one's gonna champion for him and no one championed for him for like 20 years and then when you when you peel it back just from the standpoint of this guy being a cop um, just the the overall the overall compass of it is, is a man has physical power over a woman. So now you're talking about a cop, and just think about women getting pulled over and getting groped on by a cop, and yeah. nothing happens. So 
real like I said, realistically, it just sounds like they don't want to. Yeah, and, the thing and Texas is a don't want to. Also, state. one thing I do want to mention before we go on to the next thing is that um, the fact that a public defender. Yeah, they have so many cases, they and in this things. case, yeah. there was the, the evidence was already there that could yeah. have gotten him off at that time. Yeah, but you know, you have these public defenders who have so many cases who don't have time to go over them. Um, they don't have the proper time to really evaluate each case as necessary. Not like to a get private these attorney, pe- would, correct? Yeah. And mm-hmm. because they work for the state, so um, in this case, Rodney Reed's uh, lawyer, unfortunately debauched this whole thing and could have yeah, at that time. Innocence, that's what's crazy. That's why the it's been Project there. stepped in and, and we're like, we're going to take the over info, this case. This isn't yeah. something new. I'm like, yeah, yeah, some things are new, like certain witnesses are recanting, yeah. but the evidence or lack thereof was already there. The yeah. presumption of somebody else being pointed to as a suspect was already there and the P, the, the public defender just neglected to do that. Yeah. And so that man sit, sat there and went to death row and is like a week away or so yeah. from possibly dying from something he didn't fucking he didn't do. do. And so just to correct ourselves, it happened in ninety six. Um, okay. So it was twenty three years twenty twenty three years ago. And her fiance was the original suspect, not correct. Him. Wow. So yeah, just to just to, just say, to bring that back. Full everything circle really was already quick. there. The public defender just did not watch the case completely. Yeah. So people's lives are in the hands of people who are overworked. He failed two underpaid two lie detector tests. Right, there was some form of deception, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily lying. But there's a form of deception, like you're not right. telling exactly the truth. But it doesn't matter because in this case, everything pointed to that officer Fennel doing this to mm-hmm. his then fiance, and was like, "Well, he was she. Well, clearly he did it. He was fucking her, so he did it. anyway." I'm glad that people are now rallying behind um, Rodney Reed, and I'm hoping next episode we have something great to tell Hopefully. y'all for a follow up. But I just really want to see this done because I cannot. I cannot deal with another black So, guy. if you are good black-ass news or you have some good black-ass news or you think there's some good black-ass news we should highlight, hit us up, UrbanSweetTalkPodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on all of our socials at UrbanSweetTalkPodcast. I am Queen T for Tanya D. I am Q-W-E-E-N-T-E. Whatever. And Lady M417 for me. Don't be stupid. Um, oh, one more good black ass news before we jump right into that ugly ass dumpster. Dana Owens, we don't deserve her. And y'all don't know who she is. So you watched it. Queen Latifah. I watched clips of just my queen. Yeah. And nothing else. I didn't expect her to not do amazing because she's amazing. She did phenomenal. Her voice. I always loved her. Dana. Also. Listen, go look up. Go listen to the Dana Owens album. Also, Khadijah has never had a bad hair day. Never. You've never seen her Her with bad hair day. But go listen to the Dana Owens album. That was her one singing album that Mm -hmm. she ever came out with. It's an amazing album. I still listen to it. I remember remember how surprised I was when that Chicago movie came out. And she was singing the hell. She is amazing. I was like, I had no idea. I had no idea. Who are you calling a bitch? Shout out to the queen. Let's go in the dumpster. Boo boo. Put on my shower cap so I don't fuck up this wig. Chai, yes. Uh, well, I mean, you had put on here that Mercury is about to Gatorade. The bitch is in, me- on- she's in retrograde. She's been here since the 31st and she ain't leaving till the 20th. Let me ask. Y'all really think that has an, an impact on your life? I think so. You do? I've had moments where, yeah, I think so. Why? I, I think not 
as a whole, but I think there has been times that I do think that sometimes things are, they're like, you know, you feel like it's weird. Like there's some weirdness going on in the air. Like it's not like things are not going typically how they should. So how does that correlate to the retrograde? Like what exactly, what direct link? So basically Mercury retrograde is that it's the moon is circuit or the sun is circulating backwards or, or it's something's going backwards. Okay. So depending on the time of year that it is, it can have an effect on your personality, how you react to things. I do think that the cosmos and all of us are all connected to some degree. I, I do believe in that. So I do think, I'm not saying. This is like the third time. How many times? It, it, it's the, this is about the third time this year it's happened. Well, how many times does it do the electric slide? Through the universe and fuck up. I just know it happened around my birthday and a lot of weird shit was happening Hmm. around that time. And I remember that. And there has been other instances in my life that I, that I remember, but I do think, I do think it, it, it does, it does have an effect sometimes. Wait, we're so, also just like really superstitious. Like oh, we so, could be because whether it's a leap year or the one year where it happened to fall on six six six, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is gonna happen," and that's gonna happen, and it just turned out to be a normal day, just like Y two K. Although I heard, I saw recently that supposedly twenty twenty one is when the real Y two K bug supposed to happen. My but, eyes crossing for those of y'all that can't see me. <laughs> Well, there is a theory that the world ended in 2012, and what yeah, we're well, experiencing we're right now is the crazy post-apocalyptic it's a, shit. It's a, basically uh, when 20, 2012 happened, when the clock striked on that year. Yeah, basically we're living in an alternate reality that the actual world that we remember ended, and that's why nothing seems to match up. Everything seems crazy. The news is crazy. People doing crazy things. Look who's in the White House. That don't make no sense. That's so, even more evidence. It's possible. This is, <laughs> like, possible. This is like the the middle of Back to the Future where he accidentally went to that alternate future and all of a sudden his mom was dating a church. To be quite honest, I mean, whether you believe Mercury goes into retrograde and whether it affects you, think it affects you or not. I mean, it's the same reason why we burn sage in our homes. It's the same reason why we wash our crystals. It's the reason why we do whatever we do. We pray before we leave our house because we feel like there is something bigger than us out there or there is something inexplainable that we that we can't explain that we can't touch we can't see it but we know there's something i believe that there's a source that we're all connected to but i don't think that that source is connected to other planets affecting us here on this planet i think that's kind of the arrogance we share a sun we do but there are so many suns in the universe true but we share that sun that main sun is the one sun that we share so i can i can think i would say that there is a possibility who's to say that there's not do we share a moon in some cases, yes. I would think so. I mean, I don't want to completely dismiss it because yeah, when those, that's when what those I'm saying. I don't want to completely dismiss when it. those sinkholes started popping up, I, I was like, oh, out of fucking nowhere, right? It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Driving on the turnpike right by the stadium, a sinkhole just showed up out of nowhere. I, Bitch, where you came from? Like it's the, hard. The, the dude that was just in his bed in his room, sinkhole. sinkhole. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like we just fucked up the earth, also. But I mean, so chicken. Oh. Listen, number six at um, Wendy's is still busting. Fuck the Popeye's chicken. spicy chicken sandwich. All right, guys, y'all already know the chicken sandwich and brought its dumbass back. Bite. Side note: they said it's not even the sa- it's not the chicken that's spicy; it's the mayonnaise. 
Well, I mean, look. I don't know about any of that stuff. Like, I, I never tried. I, mean, I, I had one, but. I, I don't try. They said it's the mayonnaise that's spicy. It's not the actual chicken itself. Well, no. No, you have to ask for it. Just like any other thing you ask for at Popeye's. Is it spicy. Like spicy or mild? But that's what I'm saying. People were, because I was listening to Breakfast Up, and people were saying that you can get the regular chicken and just ask for the spicy mayonnaise on the side. It's the exact same thing. But that's the thing. It's the same. It's the same texture, taste, flavor of the chicken strips. It's just bigger with fucking bread and three and pickles. Pickle. So it's a breaded chicken breast, basically. Right. And so it's not that it's nasty. So when I say that people are going ham about it and it's just extraordinarily basic, <laughs> it's not that I'm I'm trying to down it because it's, it's delicious. It's from Popeye's. It's ham a chicken sandwich. Chicken. That's so funny. It's great. Um, Howsomever, it's just a fucking chicken sandwich. And so now you have a case where somebody is literally dead. I'm not going to say because of the chicken, because that's not what it was. Um, this person's apparently, uh, this person skits line and, um, they, this, the people that were into this exchange already were beefing and something happened or other and it escalated from them previously beefing or having chicken and it went outside and it escalated and unfortunately that person died and somebody else's life is in jail that's that's really crazy because when you think about whenever we have hurricanes down here and somebody skip a line and you kind of get it when people get into it because it's a frantic time you worried about your home it's a fucking sandwich like mm-hmm. very true i mean we have people damaging their cars over this shit mm-hmm. like i saw the video of the woman trying to cut and i'm like Correct. what the fuck and then they i'm hearing there was a shooting somewhere you know there might be there this. might be something in it it might be the chicken for it sure. might be there might be something in it i i mean if you eating it that much I just don't believe My thing is, I don't think it's the actual... I don't think it's the sandwich itself. I think it's the fact that everyone wants to be a part of something. They want to be included. Everybody wants to be included. And I'm here to tell y'all, the number six at Wendy's still... It's flames. Asiago chicken sandwich from Wendy's always been top tier. Forty nine minutes and fifty three seconds. Listen, and <laughs> shout slide, out to Boosie. And then slide that little tropical berry lemonade to the side, and you have a great Bo- day. Laboosie badass, and I already went on the interwebs on Instagram and told y'all hoes that this is a regular ass sandwich. It was, and if Boosie said it. He means it. Come he on, that man. shit. He was like, man, I done made my people go stand in that line. No, for seriously. Shit. And, and like you were saying, it's like um, everybody just, it's like I hate to correlate these things, but it's like when Kanye talks about the culture and the cancel culture and these yeah. people, the black Twitter, the all that shit, and everybody wants to be a part of it. Dito was saying before, it's like the iPhone. You know, before when you get a new phone, you got to take a picture of the box so people know you got it. Yeah. So now people doing that with fucking chicken sandwiches. Yeah. You got people trying to make memes and jokes. So they go get a whole bag of them. Oh, selling them for the low. And you're everybody's trying to be a meme. Everybody's trying to go trying viral. To everybody's everybody trying to be so included annoying. and get to Ellen's show. Everybody is on this road to try to do that. And it's like, there are people I'm sure that's tried this chicken sandwich and was like, got it. Tastes good. It was great. Got it. It was all right. And kept it moving and didn't have to be a part of everything. Even so, them taking pictures of those employees. And I just want to encourage y'all to stop fucking doing it. Those people are at work. They are at work. Nobody comes to your job and takes fucking pictures and videos of you slaving for the man. Nobody fucking does that to you. Also, y'all don't have that fucking energy in Chick-fil-A. You're not going in there recording those Chick-fil-A. Although they do give you great customer service. Um, And at Popeye's, they just say, go ahead. Um, But... It don't matter. It don't matter. It's like I feel like what's happening right now is affecting one the people's lives that work there. 
Um, there was a video of this guy yelling and screaming to no fucking end about fucking chicken sandwiches. Oh, y'all got 30 right? Yeah, y'all motherfuckers. And I'm like, it's children around. You know, there's another video of this white man calling this guy a nigga who wasn't black. Yeah, no, I'll show you in a minute. He was just in Popeye's. You fucking nigga. There's a line of niggas in a Popeye's hmm. who employees consist of all the niggas and a slave. And so you have all the niggas in this establishment. And this man is, niggas are rampant. No one's moving. He walked out. Everybody got their phone out, though. Everybody has their phone out. The person he's calling nigga isn't one. He looks like he's of a fair complexion, so I'm assuming he's a Hispanola. But when he got outside, then there, so the video of him saying nigga, 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 inside of Popeye's, he got his food and left. That was the one that went viral. Then there's another video of him going outside, and of course they jumped him and like beat his ass outside. I hope Made they him took apologize. his sandwich. They took his sandwich, <laughs> and um, you know that didn't go as viral, but you know it's still surfacing around, and it's like, all right, we have to decide what we want people to do, right? Because someone died yeah. just the other day. And we're going, that's ridiculous over a fucking chicken sandwich. But the lines are getting longer. But then you have another scenario where people were like, you probably should have beat his ass. You probably should have got into his ass. It's like we have to choose when we want people to react and when we don't. Yeah. Because in one case, it was perfectly, it was ridiculous. And in this case, we're like, you should have done something while, yeah. at that given moment while he was yelling at you. When? It's like we, we don't know what to do. But what also is happening is they're like, oh, yeah, there's another video of a white guy fighting oh, in the... Um, in the line, in the drive-thru of Popeye's, and people are going, oh, at least it's not just us. And I'm like, stop taking these isolated incidents from two white people and look at the big pictures of what niggas is doing because y'all don't have that same energy for these companies. H&M called y'all all type of monkeys and shit. Coach, <laughs> all these big labels disrespect black people all the fucking time. And y'all go back and take your fucking hard-earned dollars and take it right back to them. And suddenly, now we're in a, in a spot where... All the attention is on the niggas because it's chicken. It's just so fucking horrible. Popeyes isn't black on anyway, so it's I mean, but you know how niggas feel about Popeyes. I, yeah, I know how they feel. All I can think about right now is, damn. I know KFC is like, dog. We wanted this to happen with the double down. That's oh true. my god! <laughs> now I want to throw up. When did the sandwich come back? Was it Saturday or Sunday? On the third of November. So that was Sunday. So Saturday night we're leaving the show. And we're going back to the house, and it's like traffic. I'm like, where the fuck is this traffic coming from? Motherfuckers in line close to midnight trying to get in line for this damn sandwich. Ain't no way in hell. When I got the sandwich, it was kind of like a, oh, kind of in the area, hungry, want a sandwich, stop by. There was a cute little line, maybe like four or five people in front of me. And I was like, I could wait four or five people. That's nothing. Because at the time, it wasn't like this big thing. And yeah. so now you have people who are taking actual time out of their fucking day. Extended lunch breaks and shit. To go sit in line to get a chicken sandwich that's going to make them full for like I an hour and a half. I got shit to do. And shit, that man. ain't one of them. Anyway, rest in peace to that young man. Um, just This is really unfortunate for this to even have happened. Um, of course, Popeye's isn't going to pull back that chicken sandwich. They're not. Come on, no. They're not. They'll do it a little bit of bad press. Listen, yeah, they're right not. Corporate is high-fiving to the high heavens they right are. now. They are. They'll probably leave it alone for a couple of days. For you will forget. We'll forget about it. And then, you know, people are posting, oh, it's back, it's back. And I'm like, what's back? What are y'all talking about? It's not that fucking deep. Yes. So, moving forth and on. Oh, yeah. So, there was a clip of a little black girl. Beautiful little thing. 
on what now is what kids say the darnest things that Tiffany Haddish is now hosting. She's hosting it now? With a natural little bob there. It's, it's cute. I don't know what's going on, but she definitely giving me um, Esther vibes. Anyway. Ma'am. I mean, she is Esther. <laughs> she giving me a little Esther vibes. But she's talking to this little black girl and she asks her, what do she think a marriage is supposed to be? Or I forget the exact question. Uh-huh. But... She's like, um, well, a husband should treat his wife to coach, um, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all the big labels. He should be treating his wife. And everybody's like, woo, child, yes, ooh, ooh. And then she said, okay, well, if the man is supposed to be doing that, then what is the wife's job? In the marriage, and she was like, "Um, to just wear the stuff." <laughs> and all the girls was like, "Yes, queen, yes, you, you teaching her right." And I'm like, "Y'all teaching this little girl wrong. wrong for her to think that the only contribution." So you have to wonder what she's looking at yeah. and what she witnesses all the time. And so she, that means she has parents who are probably well off, who are buying the big labels, the getting daddy. her used to. Um, having uppity shit, having her used to the bourgeoisie of having big labels, the bag, the coach, the Chanel, the, all this other shit. And she honestly feels like uh, that the only thing that she has to do is be cute and yeah, be Yeah, she's going to grow up to be one of those girls who go to college just to find a husband. If she does. Yeah. Because she, she also is. might meet a nigga that's going to the, to the league or whatever. and so To the Kona stuff. <laughs> Ten niggas in front of the stove. Ten niggas in front of the stove. Um, but I think that what I was seeing, I was like, damn, like why are y'all um applauding this? Applauding this kind of behavior because it's like it would be cute if she was much, much younger and she just thinks that daddy better, she yeah. just doesn't know any better. You're like, oh, but she's like seven. So no, she, she knows. knows what she she's understands. talking about. And the way that she explained Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and you could tell she's impersonating someone that acts like that. Yeah. And so I think that as black women, we have to be more conscious of little girls around us. Oh, because they pay attention to everything. Every little thing you do, they are impersonating you because that's their only point of reference a lot of cases yeah so encouraging these little girls to believe that these labels and whatever is going to make you beautiful going to make a man want you or a man's job is to to provide provide that for you those things for you you're already up shit's creek and i'm pretty sure although and i don't know how her parents were but it kind of like i I got secondhand embarrassment for the parents (laughs) are her parents together did they show the parents i'm sure they were but it was just kind of like cringy because I was like, oh no, baby girl. She like, might, no. Mom, she might be, she might be her mother's funding ticket. I mean, I just think when you look at music, culture, I mean, for lack of a better term, um, this is, this is the today's woman who has the seat at the table and these are the things that they're requesting overall. So it's like, um, you need to do all that shit for me. And I'm going to be the bad bitch on your arm. Yeah, and I'm going to have my money and I'm going to just be the bad bitch on your arm. Well, a lot of these ain't got no money. Let's keep it above. Yeah, that's true. That's true. See, I honestly started to think, and I want to ask you guys this just from, and I I don't think that you guys hang around white women that often, but the white women that you do, just in terms of, is that the way that they're looking at it too, in terms of get the bag and 
I, I need this and I need that. Uh, and it's not even to it's not even like a comparison by like trying to put down black women. I'm just curious. No, okay. Are the younger white women doing the same thing? As you see the black women doing now, because I, I, I'm looking they're at it from it because a, of Instagram. Okay, they're okay. doing it because they see what the celebrities black girls, are doing. Right, what the black girls, right. what the what the black Insta IG models, quote right. unquote, right. have been able to get. And I use that term IG models very, very loosely because right. if you have a few thousand followers, all of a sudden you're, you're an IG model. Yeah, you're an influencer. So I use that term extremely loose. So when these white girls see these black girls are getting it and these are considered quote unquote ghetto girls right right who may strip or who may have gotten a boyfriend who caught the leg fans only for some money got her body only done fans. now only they're fans. doing they're doing the same thing white girls are wearing lace fronts like we do they're getting their asses done they're mm-hmm. getting their boobs done you, they're you look at kim kardashian she keeps yeah. putting a dark skin girl um shade every other week every other week but so like for she halloween she, she washed that, that shit off. Yeah, off she did so, so they, um, so they see how we are getting it, and right. they're they're doing it different because a lot of these girls already have some type of influence, right? Right. They already have. They're already a few steps ahead of our black girls because daddy has money or daddy has a really great job. They went to great schools. Gotcha. Like you see these little bitches at these little schools at these high schools. You can't tell if they're teachers or students because they look so fucking grown. Right. You know, white people age twenty years. Yeah, that's true. Like bananas. Exactly. So it's like, you can't tell if they are actual high school students or they're they're part of the staff because they look Mm -hmm. so fucking grown. And, I mean, look at Kim. What's that girl's name? The one from Housewives. Kim Zoziak. Look at her kids. Her daughters. The fillers, the boots. I'm like, bitch, this is a 16-year-old. Their bodies are technically still developing, and you're cutting into it. And look at what you're doing to us. Your daughter's 16, and look at what she... She looks like a fucking 30-year-old. But that's the problem. Kim Kim Zosiak doesn't even think she's doing anything fucking wrong. Anything fucking wrong. Because that's how she lives. That's how she lives. So, what I'm saying... Correlating back to the little girl is yeah. that she's witnessing the bag. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. witnessing her mother get the bag yeah. and being fly and being whatever. And she's kind of uh, idolizing that. And so, of course, if you ask a kid, like, that's going to be important to her because she sees that as something that, like, oh, you know, the Gucci, the Prada. Exactly. I mean, I think the tough part is, as as a reasonable man, the tough part is, is that we can't really have too much to say just because of how the world has been for that's so for like. so long to for so long to women, and that's the other part. That's cause, the shit Because I, like. I I had a conversation uh, with a couple of my friends, and I was saying, really and truly, our forefathers did a uh, did us a terrible disservice because we're so, and, and this is something that actually Kanye was talking about too. But we're so visually, we're so. Um, I guess distracted yeah. by the picture of a woman on Instagram or or just the thought or the look of a trophy woman yeah. that we never step step took a step back and say hey you need to have a degree you know you need no. to have this you need to have that all it took was hey she got a nice ass she got a nice smile we'll, I'm we'll, with it we'll use the perfect example future right future hates Sierra's guts he hates her to the point that any man would see the situation that Sierra has put herself and their child in and would applaud her as being that type of mother. Especially a man who's on the road all the time, can't be with his kid. His his son is growing up with a strong male figure in the household. And he acknowledges the fact that you are my dad, but I also have a bonus. Like, he would see it as a bonus. Future does not see it like that. Future sees his other situations where 
All of his baby mothers outside of Sierra, they rely on him for shelter. They rely on him for everything. He's even said it that they can't bring no other men into his house because that's his house. Whether I'm fucking with you or not, See? it's my house. You can't bring another man. Well, that's a control. That's, that's a control. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a it's control, a control thing. thing. When a man, when a when a woman is totally reliant financially on a man, mm-hmm. it's a control thing. Because as long as I'm paying for them bags, as long as I'm paying for that Gucci and doing all this, bitch, you gotta do whatever the fuck I want. You gotta stay where where as long as I'm paying for that house. That penthouse that you live in, you gotta do whatever. But I don't know. I don't right because I don't know if that is Future's fault because women have to agree. Right, you have to comply. I agree. Yeah. So this is what this is what I'm saying. You would put your 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 pride, your your whatever you have aside, and say I'm willing to put my life on hold to be this version of this woman you need me to be. Just so I can get Gucci. Just so I Correct. can get the product. Because the thing about it is the, the, the last the last woman that he was rumored to be with that ended up having a baby, at this point, you already know the nigga wasn't shit, but right. you also want those nice things. Exactly. You want those trips. You want those bags. Exactly. So now you upset that you oh now, now you pregnant and you like, well, he's not really fully invested, but you already knew this. So for these other women it's like, yeah, like you know what you're going into and you got to make better decisions. I see decisions. what Joy has. I see what so-and-so has. Right. I want that same situation. Right. So I'm going to do this anyway, knowing damn well. Also, a lot of those women are looking at babies as meal tickets. Like that is your... Well, that's why I asked if her the young lady, the little girl's parents were... Because she might just be a meal ticket for her parent, for her mom. It could be. Yeah. Right. And it's just unfortunate. I think we just need to be more mindful. Before I exactly. go on, we just need to be more mindful of our, of our little girls that are around us, our little dark skin, little black girls, whatever that are growing up and idolizing and looking at, at us and looking at us being a bad bitch, which reminds me of a Summer Walker. Um, Summer Walker recently was like, hey, fuck all y'all. I love her. Y'all don't deserve a real bitch like myself. Yeah. And y'all too caught up in this celebrity shit. Like, I don't feel like being a bad bitch every day. And if you catch me on a non-bad bitch day, then that's just what it is. Yeah. And you could just take this talent, you could take these songs, and you can get the fuck out my face. So I'll finish this tour, but as far as the, the photo shoots, the videos, all that other shit, y'all can kiss my ass because now I see how y'all treat people when y'all claim to care about the, them. The interesting part is we have all this data with the internet now in terms of who celebrities are, which is just people, you know, humans. Just people. Just, so... So with all that data, there's still this thing. And, and I know part of it is financial yeah. and just them being in the limelight and being on camera and just being in spaces that for some, they'll never work hard enough to be in. Yeah. So like to to see that this person has flaws or this person has issues and you're like, oh, ew, you do that? Oh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you think like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, you still, you rich and you still letting that soap bar turn into a cert? Like, exactly. nah. Because back in the day, in order to see Kanye with a Make America Great Again hat, it would have to be in Tiger Beat. It would have to be on MTV News. Right. It would have to be in these selective places to go see it and they to feed you the, the information. into celebrities. Right, but see, that's yeah. our, I won't say our, but yeah, I say as a whole, it's everybody's yeah, it's fault everybody, because yeah. everybody puts these people on pedestals and then we say well you're up there now now you have to you and have then, to perform and then <laughs> be you, perfect the part that they don't think about is how old is she who summer walker summer walker how old is she like early 20s so so she's like 23 right and now put that into context with like biggie and tupac who were 24 and 25 but Jesus, at 96 97 right me. so 
everything that they went through now, and you put them in this space now and all the warts, because one of the interesting things is if something happened, you had to wait a month until Vibe or Source yeah, provided it to yeah. you. In article Whereas, form. You got to read it. <laughs> as, soon as, um, as soon as Chris Brown leave a banana peel on his doorstep, that seconds. shit right there on Twitter. First you of know, all, it's on people, eBay. <laughs> and, and, and it's really, it's really crazy because you sitting up here. We could go back ten years when we were two, 24, 25. Hey, and, you was twenty four. Hey, <laughs> that ten years back, you was twenty. You was twenty four, twenty five. Neither one of y'all. <laughs> I, no, no, now was. No, you wasn't. Yes, I was. Not ten years ago. Or two thousand nine, twenty six, whatever. One one year, whatever. So, so listen. I was eighteen. So, but still, when you were at that age, you didn't know shit. Nah. And so now, when you put it into context of this person trying to uh, uh, build their brand and work on their talent, and we sitting up here shitting on this person for. Small things. And you know what is interesting, though? Because you have a Beyonce, right? You have a Beyonce, you have a Jay-Z who doesn't have social media. But you have a Beyonce who will drop a picture with no 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 caption, no nothing, no date, no nothing. Couple photos. For you girls, you can have it. I'll see y'all Just sometime. so y'all know, I'm still alive and this the new I'm, I'm not dead. Here. I'm still here being a bad I bitch. I mean, that's exactly why they still don't know her snap. And the girl still won't tell us. Using filters, showing us, but we cannot get to it. Can't find it. But that's amazing because we don't get a chance because it's going to be that one fucking Snapchat where she wash her sink in a different way that we wash her sink and we go, oh, Beyonce, Nancy, her kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Because we elitist about everything. Oh, you do your kitchen like this? I don't do mine. You wash your clothes like this? Man. I don't do that. You do videos like this? I don't do that. So we're living in this weird comparison society. And I was just talking to you about that the other day about being so captious where you literally look okay, for flaws. Right. I know words. Y'all be hitting the vocabulary all night. You read books. Um, but no, it's just like you just purposely look for flaws. And so ever since Instagram allowed you to zoom in, that's exactly what niggas be doing. Granted, I will say there are non-negotiables. So what do you mean? Well, like that that girl on the internet that I was talking about, she you know put all her toilet paper in the trash can instead of in the toilet, like stuff like that. Like again, non-negotiable. Again, again, again. <laughs> when okay, it's just like the summer walker thing with the wash bowl, <laughs> with her bathing in a bowl, okay, and taking whole baths. Um, <laughs> let's talk about whole baths. But I feel like even with that, when people try to create some type of transparency and go, hey, guys, this is who I am. And they show a video or they do a snap or Instagram or go live and people get a little peek into their lives. And if it's something they don't like, agree with or something they don't do in Mm -hmm. their household, that person is already written off. Yeah. So. When they when she posted the little picture of her little bowl, which looked like bowls, you you know, I be making cupcakes in a little mixing, a mixing bowl. bowl, and uh, she had like some products in it, and she said a wash bowl or whatever, and of course, because she said she hates showers, and of course, everybody took that and ran to the extreme, and it's not that she was saying that she. It's just like somebody say, I don't like baths. They're not saying they don't like to bathe. They're saying that they don't actually like sitting, sitting in the tub of their tub own water, fit, which, which I is, agree, because right. I don't like it either. I mean, I like it to soak, but if you for, take a bath, get a up and minutes. take a shower. Yeah, for a few minutes only. Furthermore. Just to relax <laughs> a little bit. But some people, when they wake up in the morning, they don't take showers. Some people prefer Marla, to let me do, ask. Have you taken a whole bath? 
Of course. I've okay. had whole phases. We've all done that. Now, I was trying to explain to the Dito about whole baths. No, I didn't have a problem with it. I was just saying, for me personally, I'm going to take it back. Because you're a guy. You're right. a guy. Right. Well, no, if I, I know to, no, people. If, I, if I'm at your house, right. this ain't my house. I just want to freshen up and go to my house. I'm going to freshen up and then I'm going to go home temporary. and take my It's temporary. Correct. I just do it to freshen up and then I go to my house and I take the full So what I was explaining about Summer Walker was when she posted the bowl. And it, they do that in a lot of uh, different places too. Uh, yeah. Different islands where they will take a bowl with clean water and then rinse That's themselves. What yeah. Whatever. But what she's saying, like, I understand that. Like, even... Like right now, women are elitist. Uh uh-uh, uh, I only Don't take act showers. like your mama ain't never do a toilet. Girl, you done took a whole bath before. We've You've all taken a done whole it. bath before. You wash in in areas. You get a nice clean towel. You get your soap. Yeah, you, you make sure your places up. are are clean. It is temporary to when you can get, get to, to a, a shower and you take a full shower. And you take your full. I think it's shower. sort of that whole what I would never do type of culture. I would never do that. Or I would never do this. But it, it's funny because if, if TMZ thing. followed your ass for every a day. pay period, right. not even every day, just a pay period, there's you'll be on the shade room every fucking day for some other Real shit talk. that you do that right. other people would never, never do. So Correct. we gotta take a step back and stop being so fucking judgy and quick to write people off because they're different. They do shit different. She wasn't saying that she don't take baths in she general. Said she don't scrub her legs. She said like like the Caucasians. At least she Jesus do that. Jesus Christ. Um, but I just oh man, just the elitism that happens about every cause when I see videos now of the way people cook their food, the way they put their clothes on, the way they fold fitted sheets. Let me tell y'all something. People fold I'm never gonna sheets? learn. Well, you know I'm they, never gonna learn. They fold fitted sheets? Who does that? You can oh. learn. I just made an asserted effort not to. Yeah. Who's I, gonna try to learn that shit? You tuck the corner in the corner. Wait, wait, wait. You tuck the corner in the corner, right? And then you just do that um, Billy Blank shit. Remember that shit? And you, you just roll. do the roly poly. That's what I do. Yeah, because you don't need... And you just fold it nice and neat. Nice and and who f- does it fit in the closet? It? Does it fit in the living right. closet? And, because, and, and by comparison, when you look at... Uh, when you were telling me about the, the super situation, who's extremely transparent. Yeah. yeah. And you had some of that, some oh. of that same thing. I would never do that. I would Did never post see? that. Did you what? see? With Supercent. You don't they, follow They it? broke up and all Child, that. that shit is... Okay. I had to. I had to disconnect. I'm gonna solicit the prayer warriors for Supercent um, because it's fucking embarrassing. Also, these same hoes that go right under your picture and put hard eyes with you and your nigga will jump right in that nigga DM. Same ones in his DM. Okay, those are the same bitches. The ones like oh, or the ones that follow your dude and oh, y'all so cute. Yo, yo, she's so beautiful. They go right to your DMs because they don't give a fuck. And people don't understand when when we say. We don't post our relationships on social media because we're trying to protect our relationships. I'm trying to protect this you, This is exactly why we want to protect our relationships. Because right. you motherfuckers are crazy. I swear to God, I just posted a picture of me and Zito on Halloween. A nigga liked it and went straight to my DMs. The fucking disrespect. I was like... Mm. You don't never put the smiley face on my picture. <laughs> you, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve the random scammer... <laughs> smiley face only scammers put the smiley face emoji over their face because they can't be identified but yeah we gotta move past that and and stop being elitist about every single thing and let people be them um you you added this robin crawford yes robin whitney houston Mm. quote-unquote best friend 
Her girlfriend. Her girlfriend, child. She finally is coming out with her tell-all book. I mm. think it's coming out this month. And she is... She, she better not disrespect Nip. Nope. She said that she, out of respect for Nip, she did she she did not want to, to say a lot of stuff about their relationship. But now she feels like um, enough time has passed and she can be honest about their relationship. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell based on the little... Let me go excerpt, check her bank account. That she got 2347. She was like, let me see. Let me see. Well, she wrote the book. It's a tell-all book. And she's being candid in the book. She says that they met when they were teenagers. They were physically involved um, for a long time. Up until Whitney got signed. And Whitney was like, we have to stop. And this was back in the 80s. And once... Oh, yeah. So, once they... Once Whitney got signed, their physical relationship allegedly stopped. But they still remained close to each other. And she said that they never had the label of lesbian, bisexual, or anything like that. She talks about Whitney's mom and how Whitney's mom felt about their relationship. It's a lot of different stuff. You know stuff. what? I think all of that is covered with the churchy shit. No, it definitely is. That whole because church Because Sissy Houston shit. was in an interview by Whitney Houston. And, I mean, by Oprah. Mm-hmm. God bless the dead. Oprah, Whitney. Um, Oprah asked her mom straight out. Would you have had a problem if your daughter was gay? And she said, yes, I would have. Right, because a lot of Christians, you know, have all these new rules that they make up. Yeah. Um, and just the way that they kind of weaponize Christianity to, so that you don't have an identity. Yeah. Um, I feel like that happens a lot in a lot of households, like how we grew up. Yeah. And so it was used as a weapon. If you do bad, God going to get you. Yeah, God's The devil. You. And it's so much fear. Terrorizing. Terrorizing. Yes. It's so much involved. I, I encourage y'all to watch uh, The Contradiction. is on Amazon Prime. It's great. But it's so much terrorizing and weaponizing that happens that people take these religions and, and do to people. So everything you do feels like a fucking sin. And then you deal with a lot of um, conflicting feelings while you're growing up, especially in early adolescence, because you start to wonder, am I going to go to hell for this? Am I, if I'm gay, then I'm going to go to hell and I can't... You know, all this stuff that came from that, especially at that time. Clive Davis was not for the fucking let her be a lesbian. Yeah, this was, this was in the 80s. Scissoring and, and shit. And then also nope. keep in mind, because of who her mom is, because of who her cousin Diane Work was, yeah. she came out with this very squeaky clean image. Nippy came out with that real squeaky She's image. She was America's sweetheart. She was America's sweetheart. And then Bobby happened. And then everything else. Started you know what? It's really Which is why Bobby took most of the brain, yeah. only to find out that it, it was wasn't her. Bobby. It was her the entire she time. She just had a partner in crime. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, nigga, you like drugs too? Hey, it's lit. We gonna have a good time." And she saw it as more of a party thing. And of course, he got the bad boy image, so he took the. Speaking blunt of, y'all everything. keep Bobby lifting in prayer. I haven't what heard happened? anything about him since that car accident that he had a couple of months back. I heard that he got hit by a car or something like that. Did it realign his jaw? Jesus. All right. They don't come back. Oh. That don't come back. <laughs> but but not not you know not not the greatest segue. But did you guys did you guys see the um, did y'all see the Kevin Hart video? Yes, I did. I did. Uh, His recovery. Yeah. Why you feel like that? I saw it. So why you feel like <laughs> I didn't see it? See it, but I saw it. I know it was coming. Kevin Hart is very mainstream. He's very. Very corporate, so I knew something like that was going to come out. I'm glad his recovery is going well because he had a very... Oh, wait. 
prayers for Angie Martinez because she's about yes. to have back surgery because she was in a bad Same. car accident. So, Damn. you know, yeah. prayers up for her. And we need her. Yeah, we need Angie. Um, You know, not to say we don't need it's Kevin. It's a ladies night. Don't do that. But no, a prayers up for Angie Martinez because she's about to have surgery on her back for a bad accident. If she that hasn't she already. If she hasn't already. Um, but yeah, Kevin Hart, I knew, I knew the video was going to come or some type of something was going to come. He was quiet for a long time. He was time. quiet for a long time and we all know Kevin Hart will find a way to capitalize off of every single situation. I'm sure somebody sponsored that video and paid him something. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad your recovery is going well. I'm glad you are okay. That shit is no joke. It just, it just goes to show you can have everything one second, next second is gone. So, you know, prayers up for y'all. But yeah, I saw a little raggedy video. Um, this is also noted in the dumpster. Daylight saving time, and I need to fucking understand how I went back one hour, but it gets darker three hours earlier. It don't make it no make sense. sense. I'm trying Man, to understand. To me, this is a great time to take advantage because especially take advantage of what? Well, it's it's lighter earlier, and like get up earlier. You could get up earlier and just, like put it this way: as as a woman, if you're going out to run or walk. Like, not that it protects you 100%, but the, the sun is Sir, out at least, so you can I get up, up a little earlier, every go day, do it, right? it's dark. Whether it's daylight savings time or not, I'm up, it's dark outside. But see, so when you come back a, home. When I come home, it's dark. And it, it may, it, this, what, man, I feel drained, I, okay? I feel like it's doing I, something I feel like I can't. <laughs> no, it's just, I think it's just that the, the light, the daylight is shorter now so it's like from six I was in to, well, I was it's in like Georgia. from six to three it was dark at two o'clock in the afternoon I'm like what the fuck but is normally, going on normally when it gets about eight something or eight ish seven thirty then it's getting yeah it, yeah the sun is down but the sun is still like creeping down yeah, at that right, point right around eight o'clock or so sun is like dying down it's three thirty the sun is gone that's, okay that's but right. that's an hour right that's an hour how is it so dark so fast? At 3.30 in the afternoon, I'm looking outside of my office when I'm like, where the fuck is the sun? It's 3.30. Listen. I take lunch at 3.30. Like, bruh, I can't, I can't function with this daylight saving shit. I don't have no energy. I feel like I'm super drained. I can't do shit. Anything hey. I would try to do after work, I can't do because I feel like I got to be in the house before the lights come on. Like, I can't, hey. I can't function. But shout out to everybody that was working a graveyard shift. And when that time went back, I know. I feel for you. <laughs> Cause you were like, I be damned. <laughs> Had to work that extra hour. I was up watching the time. Like, damn. I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna ask them when I go back to damn work. Damn, sure had to work that extra hour. Well, um, my sister used to work overnight at a hospital, and I think they got paid extra for for they well, got that's a, the hospital. And they be kind to them. No, no, not extra. But what they got was a what do you call that shit? An incentive for those who worked. Overnight Is it like a during, floating holiday or something? Depends on where you where you work, but they they did get incentives for for dealing with that. I did have another topic. I know we've talked a lot this episode, but before we Y'all get out of here, no, we, yeah, no, before what? no, before before we leave the trash, what power? Oh my god! Let me say this: I've already not been in the mood to watch Power this whole season. Many men, but the Wish fact that I literally go on social media at like one o'clock in the morning to. I, so after the show, I was on social media to see the reviews from the show and shit like that, and all I saw was the image of ghosts, and I'm like, wow. You had so seen it? I, 
it was literally at one o'clock in the morning. We had just left the show, and I'm on there looking at, and I'm like, dog, y'all don't even give people a chance. Well, so I at mean, that point, I'm like, fuck it, I don't even want to watch it at this point. Because it's it's probably that need to be first and everything. Bruh, it's so annoying. It's circling around to the same shit. We're all just and, putting and, pins in it, coming right back. But then also right for for the people that feel that way, it's season six. You already you gotta know. know. You gotta know to stay Listen, off everything. No, 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 no. I know to stay off everything. Usually you would have like a couple of hours. I don't even think it was a full one o'clock in the morning yet oh, damn. before those pictures were supposed to. That's what I'm saying. Like I knew not to go on social media right after power. But again, like literally it's right before 1 a.m. It wasn't even 1 a.m. yet. Right. And the pictures are already so I'm like, so y'all are literally just posting shit as y'all are watching. Now y'all not even giving people a chance to watch no they more. They don't care. They don't care. So fuck it. I don't care neither. Fuck I hope he's dead. I hope his son did it. And fuck everything else. Or it I'm could all show. just be a dream. It could. It could. Now I for me, I like I just I, you know, the show has really turned into a soap opera. I mean, to, yeah, I mean, just all my some of it is like ridiculous. Young like, like your mama used to record. First, on first off, first off, and, and I'm stealing this. Uh, I seen it on Twitter, but Tommy killed Still sixty people, <laughs> and they're not looking for him, but they're looking for ghosts. White power. <laughs> then, then some of the scenes, like, like you know, they have uh, Tommy go visit Cash's dad, and I mean, as soon as he get outside, the police just standing outside of his car, and I'm just like, come on, man, we gotta be. Y'all stretching this out to 15 episodes and y'all still trying to rush. Like Also, why are they trying to introduce this relationship with Ramona? Bitch, we are not interested that is in any not relationship. Ramona, man. That's the lady from What's Happening. What? Man, bye. That's Raj's girlfriend. So, we don't... We don't, I don't understand what they're, it's like they're cramming in. It's like they suddenly had realized when they got at the table in production and writing, they realized there were so many gaps and stories that they missed that they're trying to squeeze it in in this season. So every episode feels so jam packed with information you wish you had gotten a season ago or they had led some story to make sense for you. But then they just crammed this shit back into like one episode. And then, yes, of course, there's the thing who shot ghosts. Um, because of course he's probably not dead. We of course he's not gonna so be dead. So this is the mid season finale that just happened. He ain't dead. Right. Like some more episodes and I'm I'm hearing January is the next January fifth. Oh fuck y'all. Listen. But I'm thinking that um who do you think did it? I mean it, the the easy answer is 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 Tariq. Tariq. Uh, but Tariq. It, Tariq. <laughs> the easy answer. If if it's not Tariq, uh I mean, it's probably not going to be Tasha. It's either Tariq or Tommy. It can't be. I don't think it would be Tasha. But then again, I mean, first of all, this nigga went went on this fuck the world tour. Let me tell you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Who's next? I'm going to tell you. You need to watch this episode. Because it's fucking funny to me. It's funny because this nigga got a little bit of promotion. Little bit of something, just like a nigga, get a little bit of promotion. This nigga talking reckless to every single person he knew. Maybe talk reckless. Maybe they heard all of the backlash we did with Game of Thrones and how we didn't have enough information to wrap up that show, and it was rushed. And I guess maybe Fifty was like, you know what? We gonna go the opposite of that, and we're mm. gonna give too much fucking epi- too many episodes and too much fucking information. Hey man, wrap this shit up so we can move on. It's you know, got me paying for stars for no fucking reason. You know who I think shot him? Who that? This his, little fake girlfriend they're trying to introduce, or his uncle, <laughs> which is another, which is another ridiculous part of it. You mean to tell me for six seasons this you ain't never brought up this uncle, but you just walked right in this nigga's establishment? 
Bruh. You're welcome. And, and then the best the best way the best part of it all is this nigga been seeing his ex for like two seasons now since she died, and finally he sees his daughter. Potato. Finally. After all this Potato head ain't even go to This the first time he went to the cemetery. Since she been dead. But Angie, he been seeing Angela all over the place in his in his bed. Poe Rayner, he ain't never seen her. No, we got a whole bowl. Enjoy yourself. All right, before we get out of here, let's jump into a topic we had to, but the other one will stay for next week. Also, if you do have any topics or suggestions that or problems you want to include us in, or anonymously tell us your business, anonymously tell us your business. I like that. We get them. Um, hit us up, Urban Sweet Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can always hit me up on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T. But topic for today, what are some boundaries you implement in your life for people to follow? You answer. I'm chewing. Um, um, I feel like there. Okay, so boundaries that I implement, I would say when I'm ready to go. Mm. I don't really. There's a video of this guy. It's really funny. Of he's just trying to leave. You know when you're trying to depart from somebody, but they just keep talking to you, Mm-mm. and you're like, "Ma'am, I am. I'm literally mm-hmm. walking away. I'm already in my vehicle. The car is on now. Can I'm driving away. It? I'm saying goodbye. You I'm can smell the dust. You can smell the muffler smoke. I'm gone. But um, I feel like sometimes in social situations, we don't. We want to be polite. And we want to always be seen as being courteous and just yeah. being a great representative of yourself. You always want to be presented well and you don't really want to come off as rude, or especially black women. You always kind of like have to downplay your just your regular personality. Who you are. Right. Just to not make other people uncomfortable because they don't get you. They don't yeah. get your humor. They don't get the way that you talk. Um, so you kind of have to be this this underrated version of yourself just to get along with people sometimes. But I feel like a lot of times in social environments, people don't pick up on social cues. And I don't give a fuck about that. When I'm ready to go, I will just depart. I don't need to hug and kiss everybody. I leave. Because that's my boundary. I greeted you when I got here. I said hello. I enjoyed myself. And now I'm ready to go. And I'm not about to go through a whole... I know in a Haitian community that's very strong. (laughs) When you come in somebody's house, you got to kiss everybody, greet everybody. As an American, I'd be like, I am out and I am going and I am not interested in how people feel about me leaving. I greeted you, I'm pleasant and I'm going. I let the host know I'm leaving out of respect. Well, if I came for you, I'm going to go see you. I'll let the host know, hey, I'm out. But But everybody else, I think also boundaries. um, I think here's the thing with boundaries is that you have to be consistent. And whatever boundary you create, you can't be like that one day and then the other day is kind of okay. And then some other, that confuses other people. So they don't know when it's cool to talk to you a certain way. They don't know when, okay, well, this is her mood when she's this. People have to kind of figure you out and gauge. No, ain't nobody got time to be walking on eggshells around your ass. Be the same across the fucking board. Um, One boundary I have is text me. If I don't know you and we're not cool, you better text me before you FaceTime. No, 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 no. You don't arbitrarily. Don't FaceTime me out the blue. We got to set up that appointment. Arbitrarily FaceTiming me? Don't just FaceTime me out the blue. Wow. Why? No, I just made me think my, my, wow, this is like number one. Do not come to my house. Yeah! Do not come to my house without calling. Do not. 
No like, call, no text, no email. The reality of it is, is it's not that it's not that I hate guests, but then I do hate guests because no, no, you no, got to no. tidy up a the little bit. The reality is, you gotta be, I'm in my fucking house. You in your zone. I'm in my zone. This is my sanctuary. You do not invade my sanctuary without an invitation. Just because you in the neighborhood. And I, my, I have family members who will say it. I have friends who will say it. You pop up at Marla's house, Marla will leave your ass outside. I fucking will. I will look out my peephole and see that it's you and walk the fuck away you from the door. You get up? I, Listen, Listen, man. Don't even like, matter if I get... De- it could be a delivery. It could be a delivery. But if could, I look out there... But bitch, listen. If, Amazon know to leave my packages right there on that if, table. If it's Saturday at 10 a.m., y'all, y'all know who that is. Do not come <laughs> Knocking on your door. Because when you open up. the door an hour later, you see that pamphlet Have fall. Have you accepted Jehovah? <laughs> Oh, they, they're not allowed in my community. They don't come to but, my community. Um, but I, feel, I just wanted to talk about boundaries because I feel like people innately have them. I feel like, I feel like people secretly have boundaries, but they don't verbalize implement what they're, or implement um, what their boundaries are. So when people are crossing them, they are calling them toxic. They're, you know, yeah. writing them off. And this, this person is rude. This person is, but you've never, like, I was just listening back. To the episode, y'all go check it out. Um, Marvin Luther King, NWO <laughs> podcast. We visited those boys over there. Um, check out that episode. But I had gotten to the portion of the show when we were talking about kind of along the lines of what boundaries were. Um, but it was like when uh, the the DM diaries, yeah, and. Of course, they need DM diaries for that segment. But when I listened back to it, because I was um inebriated at the time <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we were when i listened back to it and i and i realized that what chris was saying was absolutely correct and that if you enter okay so women like this thing of being wanted and so they will let messages pile up so they can look at a big number they will let re- uh, dms pile up and sometimes a lot of women engage with men or people they're not interested in without saying Leave me the fuck alone. Don't fucking... I'm going to block you if you send me one more message. Like, the only communication I'm going to have with you is to tell you to stop doing this shit. Stop messaging me. Or simply, not even being mean, I'm not interested. Stop messaging me. And we feel like just being silent is the message. And a lot of times, silence does speak volumes, but... A lot of niggas don't care about that. Right. You post a new picture, they're back in your DMs. But if they're, but you also have the opportunity, like, you don't have to, if you come into my DMs, I don't have to tell you shit. I can politely press that block button and you can't Simple. DM me anymore. Same thing. Simple. Same thing. But it's implementing the boundary. Yeah. But right. don't let the, the shit pile up and then complain about it and yes, this that, person does this. And I don't right. understand it's, that part. It's just like I saw something about uh, girls giving guys the wrong number. And then, and then the person's response was, oh, if she gave you the wrong number, leave her alone. And, and part of that, I definitely understand. But then there's also a part where you, where you have to find a way to just say no. I'm not going through all of that trouble of right. giving you a made-up number. Set the boundary and no. implement that If you shit. ask me for my number and I don't want you to have it, nah. Right. You're I'm not going to get... I'm, fake numbers, you're done right about 19, 20. I was done... 20, 21, whatever. I'm done with fake numbers. And a lot of, and I fake get. Fake numbers, fake names, all that shit. I get why women do it because men can be so persistent. Right. In your space. Now, this is on the internet where they can be consistent and you don't give a fuck because they don't invade your space. But when you out in the street and you're person, at the gas right. station and this nigga like, come on, come on, come you on, come on, come on, come on. what you have to do. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And you like, oh, just get this nigga some number. Well, get out of my face. Speaking, 
Speaking of people being in your face, one of my main boundaries is people invading my personal Oh, close space. talkers? And I'm very quick to be like, uh-uh, back up. You can talk <laughs> to me. You can talk to me from right there. I am very adamant about it. Do not invade my personal space. Sometimes I wonder if it's rude because so people will come and walk right up because uh, I work in customer service. So people will come and walk right up. So automatically I take a step back. Yeah. Or like if I'm helping someone and you come and stand right next to me, I'm going to take a step back. So you realize, oh, I'm too close. So, yeah, oh, right. I fucked up. And I'm like that. I don't walk up on people like that either. Like if I'm if I'm out. I'm going to call you first or I'll address, like, get your attention. Or say excuse me, yeah, which is a lost me. word. Yeah, it is a lost Ooh, word. Especially to the whites. Oh, especially to the whites. Like, excuse don't, me? don't walk up on me and don't like, bruh, it freaks me out. If it literally freaks me out and I'm quick and I will take a step back and be like, talk to me from there. And I've had somebody tell me, oh, you're rude. I'm not rude. I'm just telling you that you are, you are making me uncomfortable. You are, I've done that to friends. People that run up to me, if you're a little too excited and you come up to try to hug me, I'm going to put my arm on and be like, you need to back up because you're doing too much. And I can't, no, 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 no. You that haven't been around somebody that's actually just truly being sweet. Like, it's innocent, but they're overly affectionate. Yes. And it's hard to, like, it's hard to implement that boundary because you're like, that. it's innocent. No, it ain't that. hard to implement the boundary. It's hard to soften the blow. The blow, that. right. Yeah. That's right. what's hard. Because I will implement the boundary. Well, I mean, sometimes you, you just have to say it. That's like, me. Like, I, give, I give you an example. Like, so there's a there's a, a older guy that, that I work with. He could be my dad, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he um he one day he asked me for my number. I, I, I'm, I'm his boss. So I was like, no problem. Like, uh, you know, if you need something here and there or whatever. So he starts texting about days off and things like that. And, could, and when I gave him the number, I was very clear with him. I said, look, if I'm not here... Don't text me. You got X amount of other managers in the building. Don't text me. Don't call me. Don't nothing. That's my time. So he did it three times. After the third time, I blocked him. No questions asked. So one day I go on vacation. I come back. He was like, hey, man, you know, I was trying to reach out to you. You didn't answer. Is everything okay? I was like, oh, I blocked you. Yeah. And he took a step back and he just laughed. He was like, damn, just like that. And I was like, hey, man, I was pretty clear with you that. I don't fuck with the fraternizing if I'm not here. Like if I'm on the schedule, I don't mind because if because when I ask you to if do I something, you get you it look, done. Yeah. Right. You look out. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same because I think people get caught up in because we work together, we have to Entitled. be friends <laughs> instead of friendly. Oh no, right? that's and, happened to me. And I have a work phone. I have a work phone. And they know once I walk out that building, that that's phone it. is on that's silent it. in my room. I've had a situation where somebody called my personal phone, and I'm like, "Why are you calling me?" Because you what answered happened? the other one. <laughs> oh, you, I, I called your work phone. Yeah, because I'm not at work. Right. You can only use that phone during work hours. I'm only using that phone on the clock. Do not ever call my personal phone on no patient shit ever again. Like, and, don't and, don't do that. That's no, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, to be honest, I'm trying to be like better about it when it comes to certain boundaries, because like. Just being black and whenever white people or Hispanic people clap or whistle at me, it is hard not to be like, yo, that shit don't work here. There's no <laughs> dogs here. You say, excuse me. And, and and I don't filter that. Like, I would yeah. tell them right away. Like, cause no, you I, have to. Because I was like, it's like, it's not that I'm not going to help you, but do not do that shit. Because you wouldn't do it if I was white. You wouldn't. Clapping and all that shit. No, they would not. And that's why I feel like I feel like we have all these secret boundaries that we do not talk about and we do not tell people exactly. And down to our family, specifically. 
because they are the mm. habitual line steppers. <laughs> Family is habitual they line for one steppers. Day and they go right back, to right back to doing what they're doing. Oh, oh, and then when you do want to change and you do try to implement it, like yo, don't do that. Oh, now you, oh, now you. I'm like, no, I'm not being grand. I'm not trying to be extra. I'm not trying to be nothing. I am laying down the foundation of what our relationship is going to be like. And the only way I'm going to act right is if you do this. And and that's a a tough thing, man, because, you know, when it's your your, mama, when it's your mother, okay, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) When it's your mother and, you know, they have certain things like, like my mom's big on church. If, if anytime I go there, it's going to be a conversation about church or did you go to church or are you going to church today and i just laugh now because it's they gave cause, up right because she she gave up but not in a not in a hundred percent so she's still gonna bring it up the conversation now is the whole me having a kid situation hmm. and it's been and that's a major boundary for me because i have you, said oh, okay. several times i'm not having children and they don't want to hear that. Have you said, I don't like when y'all talk to me about that? I have. My mother does not give two fucks. You know who my mama is. But I have had conversations with her. I have told her several. Like, she'll start bringing it up. Right. And I immediately cut off the conversation. It does not. Before, I would just let her talk. Or what I immediately cut it off anytime she tries to bring it I'm like, don't bring it up. I don't. We're not talking about this. Because I've already told you. You already know what I feel about it. That's it. We're not discussing it. I know it, it has to be tough for you. Because culturally, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it happens in, in other, other backgrounds. But nobody will compare your shit to... You and your cousin, like a Haitian parent. Oh, your cousin did this. Yeah. Oh, they got three kids. Oh, they got three degrees. You ain't got one. Mm -hmm. They got married, but this one's married and this one has, and yeah, that one's miserable. Right. Right. Nobody will do it like them. Nobody. Yeah. Um, I think it happened to me recently with my mom, and she basically had already, again, Mama, I love you. She ain't listening. Exactly. She better not be. Exactly. So. Do not fucking volunteer my time. Woo! Chalet! To some shit I didn't personally what, agree to. That's number one on the list. This is uh, zero. Um, <laughs> Negative. Asterisk. Whatever comes before one. The number, the pound sign. Negative. Whatever. Because it's like, what the fuck? First of all, how are you just going to assume I have the energy, time, effort, money to want to do whatever the fuck? You have already told someone else. Oh, I am going to do. So, there was a baby shower coming up, and my mother went, she just called me, hey, 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 hey. I'm like, I'm all trying to talk to her. Oh, hey, mommy. What you doing? And she like, oh, hey, oh, hey, Cookie, listen, listen, listen. Um, So, we need a host for the baby shower, and I know you already good at that. So, I just told him you're going to be the host. It's going to be on Sunday, okay? It's going to be in the backyard. All right, I'm going to talk to you later. I'm going to just tell them that it's okay. She has <laughs> um, reassigned my time. Confirm with these people that I will be there and do it without speaking to me. And which is is very bold of my mother because my mama knows how I am. My mother knows how my mouth is sometimes. Oh, yeah. So... Just for her to even try me at this point, I was like, oh, you, oh, you trying it now. You want me to really act your ass. I said, I'm not going to do it because the person it is for, I love dearly. And if she would have asked me, I would have done it anyway. Yeah. That's how I kind of looked at but it. But that's not the point. But it's the, correct. That's not the point. My the mother learned validity. when I was in college not to pull that shit on me. Because she Can't done, take it. I done embarrassed her several times pulling that shit on me. And she has learned, okay, now I need, 
Marla, are you free on such and such day? Are you free? Dog. Now she has learned that shit because a, I have embarrassed this her is ass. Why, what a question. This is why are whenever, you whenever my mama call and ask if I'm off or when I'm going to be off, I lie. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm working tomorrow. I, I, like, cause, I always do. No, because number one, yo, nobody will call you and say, hey, um, what you doing on Tuesday? Oh, you off? Oh, you can take me to the airport? Nigga, hell no. You don't want to drive to the airport, but you want me to come Always. and take you, you to the airport. They're like, it's this new nifty thing called Lyft. Dog. Don't know Uber. if you know about it. Or Yellow Uber. taxis still but, running but in then, South Florida. But then you mentioned the Lyft, and because they owe, oh, well, just, just get the Lyft for me. Just, um, you know what I'm oh, saying? Just set it up for me. Oh, pay $28? Right, right. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. That's what you asking for? But I feel like parents especially our habitual line steppers yeah, they are. because there is the authoritative thing that you are going to give in eventually. Or it's the guilt thing. If it's not oh. authoritative, it's the guilt. Mm-hmm. Oh, after all I sacrifice, I ain't tell your hot ass to go get pregnant. I know, hot booty ass. Ain't nobody told your hot ass to get I'm pregnant. I'm the last of four. I'm the first of three. Ain't nobody told your hot ass to go get pregnant. She had a lot of practice before me. And that's why I'm like, I ain't ask. Exactly. <laughs> ain't nobody asked you for that. You asked for me to be here and you have to follow my wishes. <laughs> but um, just outside of that, I think even with work. Oh, yeah. Um, our bosses, you know, sometimes we don't know how to communicate that well because one, you need your job. And you don't want to talk to these people reckless, but you do want to get a point across because they also are habitual line steppers who will, who will make you do some or throw some shit on you. Oh, yeah, um, I just need blah, 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 walk off. Right. You have to be honest. I used to be the stay late, finish up work. No, no, no. As soon as my time is here, I'm packed up. I want to work hard because they be like, damn. going to notice. <laughs> they be like, damn, you're not, you're not playing. Like, it's literally 430. It's, yes, it's I know. My, this is my real time. Bye. See y'all later. So you're not going to stay a few from Nah. Mm. Y'all have a great night. Listen, I'm they will, they will I ain't doing that no, shit. They will never notice. This is why I tell people, listen. If there's an opening and it's higher than where you at, apply anyway. Because the motherfucker they going to give it to, you probably better than. So staying late, all that other stuff. All that other stuff is all for not. And not even just that. When you're overworking yourself and you're burning yourself out, you know what your company, if they even do that, are going to tell your, your family our condolences for your loss and your position will be filled in less than 30 They're going to send you one of those little flowers from Lowe's, the little, the little small fake ones. Little cards. Uh-huh. I know because as a manager, I used to send out them little fuck, fucked up shits. They don't give two fucks about you. And that's the thing, though. I think that we also have to establish, even with our parents and with the job, because in both cases, you're, you're in a position... You're of, kind of beholden. Right. Yes. And you don't want to cross that line you know yeah. or really so i feel like because honestly i had to start implementing that but actually i've kind of always been that way i'm a pretty honest person to where even if i have to say it and it makes shit awkward i'm gonna say it anyway um you know from last saturday <laughs> mm. what we discovered in the bathroom shout out to my dog where who house we was at the other saturday girl oh. <laughs> Yeah, where was I last Saturday? I had to think. I had to think. I had to think. Um, same. Thing. Oh yeah, same, same exact thing. I'd be like, I'm, a, I'm gonna talk about this because that's just how I am. <laughs> I already and seen. She it. sure the fuck did. Well, March right in there. The because main people confess shit. They wasn't ready to confess. I'm like, well, we ain't even. It don't matter. <laughs> I saw it, and now I'm a part like, of it. Have y'all not learned being around this girl? But I like I I realized that the world doesn't end when I be honest. You know, the world doesn't end when I'm like, yo. This is actually affecting me. Yes. Um, there was a time a few jobs ago when I used to work for Carnival Cruise Lines. And, 
you know how they would, you know, certain department departments have a couple people that want to hang out and they go into the um, happy hour mm-hmm. and you know going to have a couple drinks after work, Taco Tuesday, and all that little shit. And I just never, I just in my whole life, I just. I don't want to hang out with y'all. Like, if I already deem you people that are unworthy of my time, I'm never hanging out with you. So, if you ask me, it was a time I was packing up, leaving, and people were like, oh, girl, so you're about to come to um, happy hour with us? And I was like, no. They were like, oh, you got somewhere to be? And I was like, no, I actually live, uh, I have to drive by it to go home. I'm just not going to go because I'm not interested. And they were so like. What? Girl, my coworkers are saying You just don't want to? Right, because they try to give me a lie. Also, you're busy, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not busy. I'm free. I just don't want to participate. And even recently, where I've had to talk to uh my ex boss now, but I had to talk to her and like, yo, there are plenty of times where I was stressed out of my mind and I would go in that office and go, I cannot send another email. I can't press T on my keyboard. I can't do one more fucking thing because you are habitually crossing the line. So now that I'm saying this openly and out loud, where do we go from here? Right. What do we do now? I, need you to back up. I put that shit back on you. How do we move forward from here? They, because this is my issue. They try to frame it on some fake camaraderie or we got to do things together. We're building, to, right, we're building, building a rapport. Right. No, we should build rapport during these nine or ten hours that I'm Correct. here. Correct. That's, that's all that has After to be. After I leave here, I ain't think about y'all. That's I all that has to, to be. Y'all. I don't want to see y'all. Y'all have a great Literally night. Literally not thinking about y'all until I step foot in the door. Right. Oh, Marla's always busy. She never comes out. Yeah, you're fucking right. Y'all have a great time. I don't even have time. No, I'm not busy. I just well, don't want to do that though. shit. I just don't. So I think uh, just generally everybody just be a little bit more honest about where your boundaries are. Do not let people be habitual line steppers. And um, set your boundaries and implement them and find different avenues to implement those things. And you don't always have to be a bitch. But there are times where it's necessary. There are times where it doesn't work. You being kind, you being trying to find the soft words. Sometimes it doesn't help, and you just need to say it exactly the way that it comes out, so that people know where they stand with you, um, and not being in a gray area with you. And also respect other people's boundaries when they tell you certain shit. Adhere to that. Don't just okay. Well, I'm gonna do it for this time and this time, and then nope. the third time I'm gonna see if I can do it my way. No, somebody set a boundary with you. You respect that boundary. So um, that's all I wanted to say about this episode. Marla, do you have any um, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Six, four, bearded bay. Feel free to violate all my boundaries. Cause oh, friend. my gosh. Oh, sorry. What is happening? Also, for Christmas, can somebody put Serge Ibaka under my Christmas tree? Because I decided I love him again. That's I don't want a lot for. What if he just gave you a nigga and the bow was like in the groin region? If it's Serge Ibaka, I have no problem. Any final thoughts, Tito? Um, yeah, actually, just um, as far as you know, everything that we do as people, uh, you know, there's there's always gonna be race involved, you but sometimes, right no, not really. I just just certain things that I've seen, like like it's really tied to like sports, but like just certain things that I've seen where we envelop race into it and sometimes race is in the micro and not the macro sometimes uh, hmm? you talking about uncle luke what yeah, about uncle, yeah yeah with, yeah with willie taggart it's like yeah. look man like the reality of it is is yes 
we all know that when it's a black person in that position, the rope is much, much shorter. Ooh, we do true. know we do know no that. No room for margin. It's, right. There's no there's no margin for error. But but then there's also sometimes that person's just terrible. And they still and they have. did yeah, they he he didn't do you know, he didn't do a good job. Him being black came secondary. Right. It, it yeah. literally was. Right. It, it literally did. I think in this case it was because when you you know, struggling against teams that they should just not be struggling against. You know, it's what, what's going on? Nothing. Go like you just started having a conversation with your boobs. Like was, we're not recording the episode. I was blowing into my titty meat. Hello. So anyway, I was trying to cool them off. But yeah, like or, or even like with um, Lamar Jackson, where it's like one white person said he can't throw, and now ever since, every time he has a good game. You got the Jamel Hills and the Bomanis. Oh, well, they said he couldn't throw. That, that was literally one mainstream white person that said. Yeah, I now that I don't know. I don't know. You know, as far as like it, with around the league, how many people are saying it? But yeah. it's like at the at. I, I mean, I know it. It'll be a long time if it ever happens where we don't get past that point. Especially when you look at the situation with Reed uh, 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 in Texas. You know, just being black because once you're once you're black and you get arrested, it's like that. It's that's a wrap. It. It's a wrap. You know, they they don't have to do any paperwork. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, we just check the box, male, black, copy paste. You know, done. But I just it, it is tough. But we have to take a step back sometimes and, and realize that. And in certain cases, race is in the micro and not the macro. All right, give I us agree. the macro and the micro. Final thoughts, Tanya D, with your fro. That's probably <laughs> gonna be gone by tonight. Don't judge me. I'm here. Um, I don't have a final thought, but I do have a quote before I get out of here. It says, treat your energy the same way you treat your money. It's a finite resource that needs to be wisely managed and invested. Uh, I don't even think I need to explain that. So and replenished. The sa- mm. And replenished. The same way that you use your, your money, sure. you should be using your attention and your energy that same way. If you're going to save money, if, you're gonna, if you had $20 for a whole week... Guess what you're not going to no five-star restaurant. You're not going to go eat out. You're not going to go party because you know it's limited. Um, and I feel like we should do the same thing with our energy. If it's limited and it's finite, you're not going to offer it to everybody that wants to get a piece of it. So that's all I have to say. Of course, you can always hit us up on the socials. Urban Sweet Talk Podcast on the Twitter, Urban Sweet Talk Podcast, Instagram. Like our Facebook page. Of course, you can always hit me up personally on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T I M Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on the Instagram. You know me. Don't be creepy. Marla? That's it. Y'all, thanks for listening. Y'all have a great night. And I need to go use some of my money so I could fly somewhere to go replenish my fucking energy. It's so hot. I need a whole bath. Do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Like, we got a whole shower. <laughs>